For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last time. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side, Side stories. stories. Yes. Oh, man. Australia. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what are, you, That's it. are we going to start every single podcast that we do from Australia with, huh, man, Australia, huh? What are we going to else? What else do we say? We could say, hello. Like, I, I don't know. We are in a studio in Australia that has windows that look right out to the street. Yes. So they, people they can, can look see in. Us. Yeah. So what I like to do is look at my titty. Keep hey, your shirt man. down, Henry. Look at keep, me, old man. Keep, look at me. This is like Hamsterdam. If everyone that was in the red light district windows were just chubby Polish men, I believe it would be called Hamsterdam. Every boy has a price. Uh, you're disgusting. Can, oh, I, wait. can I literally ask you? What? How much money? Let's just do no, this. No, no, no. What? Uh, Let's do it. Don't be gross about it. I'm not being gross. Sounds like I, you're going to be gross. No. But how much, Bunny, would it take for you to suck a man's penis? Oh, this is like, what are we, in eighth grade? Well, I don't know. It's, we got to figure out what to talk about it's for 45 not, minutes. It's not that big of a deal to do anyway, but I will just say, um, I will, it's really not that big, out 10 million bucks. Wow. Am I lowballing or highballing? That's highballing. I don't know. How it's good are so, you going to suck it? I don't know. For $10 million, I'll shave just a mustache. I'll just have a mustache. It, honestly, I it actually, will be, We might do that. I'm going to shave and just have a mustache soon. I think it's a great idea for Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, everyone. This is Side Stories. They're the stories that are on the side. Great. I, I am bed with beautiful Polish Henry Zabrowski. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. We have had a blast here. Blast uh, here in Australia. We were in Perth. That was dope as hell. The folks of Perth are crazy. A lot of wild times. And then Adelaide, like legitimately beautiful place. And we wish we had more time there. Yes. And it's the Myrdir capital of Australia, or at the very least, the in name, it's the murder capital of Australia. They had a lot of pride. A lot of pride. For how many people were murdered in Adelaide. Yes. Which I understand. I understand. It's it's nice. It's nice to have a laurel. It's nice totally. to have something out there to talk about. Yeah, Wisconsin is like, we got beer, we got cheese. And then Adelaide is like, we got barrels full of bodies. And You're it's like, like okay. I ate a lot of meat last night. We had a wonderful steak dinner. What was the name of that joint? The Meat and Wine Company. Yeah. Which does sound sort of like the Spaghetti Factory. <laughs> <laughs> or the Cheesecake yes, Factory. Um, there's a spaghetti factory in Vancouver. Is that right? I know all of the factory restaurants. How do you know that? I, for some reason, my brain logs them. Interesting. Being like, that's where a hardworking man works and eats. He has to, because that's called the company meal or family meal. 
But I had insane nightmares last night. You just did from the from the meat sweats. Well, I had one dream that I was working for Elvis, but he yeah. was older and he got in a big circular bed with a bunch of nude women, and okay. then I was supposed to serve him food in a bed. So you were the servant. I was like in, a servant. But this is the dream world, so you could have just either been Elvis, or you could have been like Elvis could have been like you know. Here, we have all these women, and the women are like, I love you, Henry, in Dream World, Henry. But instead, you were just a waiter. I deserve whatever my brains give me. I feel like it's a, it's unfortunate. I feel like I do live there. I'm already living a dream. Sure. I'm living a fantastic life. So you got to have to flip it out. You got to change it up into dreams so I can learn something. Well, I actually had a dream last night. We'll get to a couple of creepy tales here in a moment. But I had a dream last night that I killed someone, and it was someone that I knew, and I beheaded them and all this stuff, and I buried them and the whole thing was me trying to cover it all up who was it and i no faceless nameless entity but you knew that you knew them i knew that i knew them you know how the dream works i killed my parents in a dream not too long ago i know i think it's every time they ask you for money Mm -hmm. subconsciously you just hate them more and more and more and i think it does really breed Bad dreams about your folks. I asked my therapist, and she said it's just all about ah, stuff. It is all about it's are you, are stuff. You, wait, so what, what therapist? Are, by the way, just to close up my dream, it was very exciting. I got away with it. Why? Because the person wasn't dead at the end. Weird. Although they did not have a head, but they could still talk. That's fucking terrifying. It was weird. I... I, my therapist is just an ATM outside of a Bank of America. I talk about it, and then messages just mm-hmm. pop up on the screen like an American psycho. Right. You know what the ATMs have now? And I actually am not against it, but they got the donation for charity ATM. I where they like, feel you like could, it's one last little, like, guilt. Like, can you just press it, a button? It works. Of course. Every single time. I have uh, now uh, given to the American Cancer Society, to the Heart Society. I've given to Daw, obviously, all animal, ASPCA, Because all the time. what are we pulling money out to do? Drink. Exactly. And so it's like, it's not like I'm getting money out to go and save my family's farm. No. I'm getting money to go put booze into my system so I could give you $2. And quite frankly, I think that's the smartest thing they could be doing because mm-hmm. you already take the money out. The guilt, of, yeah, you're always going to be doing something of vice, whether you're at a casino, uh, going to an adult club, perhaps, because going to a bar. Most people work on credit card. Or PayPal now, or Venmo. You don't need a lot of cash for a lot of things. Well, we actually, we're hanging out with this dude. By the way, this tour, you know, we oftentimes joke about how we are just living Wayne's world. Yes. And it is a blessing, and we are very thankful. But we are fully on now to Wayne's World 2. Yes. And that dream came uh, to fruition with our tour manager named Simon. He's who incredible. Is awesome. And he told us a story about how he was working with Judas Priest and saying things like, I need to believe it, right? Saying so he's like, he's old. So in the original, and originally, you know, like Judas, you know, Rob used to go out there. He used to actually ride his motorcycle yeah. out on stage. Yeah. But then got to the point where he can't hold up the bike anymore. And I'm working well, with him. he would drop the bike. Yeah, because he, he would go up there. He's an old man. And he said, it's like, so we get a bunch of lads together. 
and then we like pick up the bike and just roll them on stage. <laughs> and I was like, that's fucking hilarious. The behind the scenes world of rock and roll is just the best. So Simon, thank you so much. If you're listening, you have been kick ass on this tour and uh, your tales are absolutely freaking hilarious. What I am learning is musicians might not be the most organized people. I mean, are we? Compared to musicians. It's weird because I really do think that musicians have their shit less together than comedians. Comedians are are less emotionally available. I think that's where our problems are, where a comedian a lot of times, when I'm alone in a hotel room, it's like, I'll fuck a moisturizer bottle. Alone, sure. you know, like I cover myself in chocolate alone in a room. But we're not having fun. It's like a musician that well, goes out there, it's fucking random people and having crazy adventures and shit. Most of the time, my default is in the room, yes. nude, watching whatever local game show is happening. Yes, in my brain, halfway through a hangout, maybe around 10 p.m. or 11 p.m., if I am remotely close to hungry, I do start to fantasize about what I'm going to order. I'm going to be alone. Oh, I check and out. I just love it. I just think about my foods. Yeah. Where am I going to go tonight? Look at these losers. They're all in the way of me eating whatever it is I want to eat tonight. That's right. That's because right. I, it's cool. But honestly, we've had food adventures. You guys oh, have wonderful. have had patience with me. And have chosen to allow me to have some food adventures along with you, which is nice. Absolutely. We had, I did not try the kangaroo yet, um, but I will. Slug. They have a slug? No, I don't even know. I honestly don't know if it's a thing. No, I don't think that people, I mean, I'm sure some places eat slug, although I haven't seen any slug on a stick here. I had uh, some mealworms not too long ago, and they're delicious. Full of protein. This is going to be our protein of the future. I know what's happening. Um, but anyway, we are just having a blast, and uh, it has been wonderful to see everyone down under. And I learned a lot about rugby. Score, that's called a try. That's four points. And then they get a kick as two points, six points, and then they show a lot of male butts. Do they kick it between, like, posts? Yeah, between uprights. But Tighter, so tighter when, uprights. Do they have to bounce it once and catch it? And then they kick it to each other. They have to bounce it to kick it, and then they don't have to bounce it to pass it, but they can't pass it forward. you got to pass it backwards. And then they beat the living hell out of each other. And honestly, it makes me wish that we didn't uh, – American football needs should just be rugby. No, when they get the ball, they jump into like a square, right? That's where they get the points? Well, that's if they have to do a scrum. Scrum is when they all have sex with each other? <laughs> I actually do think we because we were talking about this. We saw a bunch of rugby boys get off the plane. Oh yeah, and Woo. they are some big, Handsome. big boys. Well, they're soccer players because so they have like the athletic mobility of a soccer player. So they're shredded, and then they have to be as strong and agile as like an amateur wrestler combined with a football player. So if I was a woman, yeah. I understand um, the desire to be with the perfect male athletic specimen such as, but the brain. The brain is what's really important, Kissel. That's yeah. where we have, right, is the power of <laughs> persuasion. You have to have that. Yeah, you can have all the, the beautiful man meat you want in the sure. world, but you know what? That guy, oh, yeah, he's great in bed. And sure. He can fix the got house. A lot, of, a lot of money. Oh, a lot of money. oh yeah. yeah. We've got a lot of stuff. Right. Can he do a Sudoku? All right. Well, let's, let's just, speaking of, you know, I was almost going to make this 
Guy Hero of the Week, but I can't encourage this activity, Henry. Technically, we cannot encourage this activity in any way, shape, or form because but, it is still a bomb threat. No, no, not, 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 not that, that one. We'll talk about oh, that yes, guy. Oh, yes, that guy. I also feel like he's just, he was <laughs> yes, trying something. Yes, Henry's got a great bomb threat story here in a second, but this story just reminded me of Dave Matthews' band. Do you remember when DMB was going over the bridge and they, they drained their toilet? Over the bridge in yes. Chicago, and it just yes. got a bunch of human yes. shit yeah. on everyone on the boat. Well, it's happened again, but the pers- the perpetrator is not nearly as famous, nor are they found. Literally, this story is a paragraph long. So, this is from the BBC News. Urinating man causes injuries on Berlin boat. An unidentified man urinated from the low-line Janowitz Bridge onto a tourist boat. Yeah, <laughs> get him! Get him! It's just, is it? Was it supposed hmm. to rain today? Oh, 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 what is that? Oh, 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 oh look. You know what I love? Catching them with the first few raindrops. <laughs> that's what my daddy said. He said, you catch your first few raindrops, and that's good luck for the rest of the year. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's Berlin. I think they, I thought they drink piss all the time. They might. Who knows? They're always having fun. A number of people on board of the boat jumped up in surprise, <laughs> hitting their heads as the boat passed under the bridge. Four people... Four people were taken to the hospital with head lacerations. How? No one. I I guess well, they really jumped, but no one knows who this guy was, so just he created, wasn't fined or arrested. He just created total chaos on that boat. Chaos he pissed rates. all over the boat, and everybody just went like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But you know the guy urinating. First of all, he's not sober. No. And he had no idea. He He's probably reading the same article we are, being like, oh. wow. Some people <laughs> can't believe that people would do something like this. Not me. Meanwhile, he's like pissing his pants while he's reading it. It's hard to know where to piss. But I feel like also mm, pointed piss on a boat. You know you're pissing. You know what but you're looking at. So I think. What are the odds, though? What are the odds of you? Because you know this guy boat. had to go. Yeah, but this is just a little tour. It's just a little tourist boat. I mean, it's still a boat. Yeah. You got, I would. No matter how hammered I am, I would at least give a scan so I'm not pissing onto the hat of a cop, right? <laughs> I would at least look over a little bit, and so I do feel like it might be pointedly done, and I, okay. I, I expect to experience the same sort of treatment when we go to Berlin. Yes, oh, absolutely. That's why I'm not going to get on the boats, but I will drink and walk over a bridge and see if I can't be the lucky man, the lucky man uh, who gets to uh, urinate, because we know for a fact— this is a man. Oh, yes. This yes, is yes, what yes. this is male privilege where we can actually whip it out and pee over a, a, a bridge. It's the strongest, most powerful woman to ever live who can piss in a pure arc from the back of her vagina out in front of her like a skunk. Scaring people. I actually wonder I, if there's any ladies that can't do it. Because I know there are ladies who have said that they can't piss in urinals, and I've seen them. You know what I mean? Yeah, Where sure. they kind of back up. They put their leg up. They hold the full to the side, and then they can they can piss completely perpendicular to their bodies, which I'm saying, like, it's cool. you go, girl. I love it. Hell yeah. Get, yeah, I mean, get it we, done. You've seen all those documentaries. Absolutely. <laughs> Documentary footage. I believe Ken Burns. Um, that's Burns with three N's. Oh, I remember. Because yeah, I remember it was my favorite. It was, um, I love it. Civil War, baseball, uh-huh. jazz, and piss. <laughs> when he did piss, I, I was like, this is breaking. The history of piss. Yes. The first guy to piss, the first guy to drink piss. Uh-huh. Did you watch a lot of pee-pee play videos back in the day? You did some golden shower stuff. You were into it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's a it's a it's a wild time out there in the in the mean streets of Pornhub. You any know? any hot liquid is fun. I I enjoy fondue porn. 
uh, as Ooh. well. You know, you got a bunch of cheese. I don't like food and sex, though. No, I actually don't really understand the food and sex thing. And that is the one thing when and it comes to, like— And me talking. Uh, well, th- that's because when you eat food, it is sex. For me, yes. Yes, because you do have, like— you do have the—I guarantee you the pheromones that come off of your body when you see just the, the, like the the Wagyu tartare we had yesterday. Yes. That was like a experience that I felt the same neurons were firing. Yes. Um, I have even said—like, it, it is true. It is very similar to me. I watch it. I do sometimes feel like a cheetah. I do—when when food's coming out, when the waiters got the food, like when that steak popped down last night, oh. I do sort of feel like Dennis Rader in the closet. Sure, just Standing waiting through the key, the keyhole. Right, yeah. rock, rock hard. That's the thing with Dennis Rader. You know, he could never actually stay rock hard, so he was always yeah. just kind of a halfy because he's an impotent little piece of crap. Well, the whole time he's like, "Man, I, w- I wish I was hard right now." That was yeah. him, just sitting watching, being like, Sad. "Why can't? Why aren't I hot? Why aren't I hard right now? This is like when I should be hard." <laughs> well, we know for a fact the man who urinated off this bridge was not hard because urinating well. Erect is impossible. So no, there's a that's little not tale. true. Yeah, it is. You've never woken up with a morning boner and pissed with it? I don't think that and you... And then it kind of... You have to press your boner down to get to the edge of the rim. Well, uh, no, I don't... Uh, I believe it has to... Well, this is not cock talk. Um, yeah, you've radio, never done this. No, because you can't... Physically, yeah, you it's can. just because the penis is full of blood. No. So you cannot pass the The tube's not full of blood. It's not like if you start pissing with the boner, you're going to start pissing blood. The pee could come out if you got to pee. If you really got to go. I think if the pee got you're there You're talking first, as if I don't know. I do know. I've done no, it. No, I know. I have to. But I think it does soften just so... I have been rock hard and peed. I don't think you can be. I have done it. Are you talking about aliens? No, I'm talking about me. Speaking of aliens, this next story is incredible. (laughs) Man arrested after police say he made explosive device in order to talk to police about aliens. Now, this was done by 69 News. (laughs) 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 Assholes. Oh, yeah. Uh, It's coming out of Myerstown, PA. Authorities say a man placed a homemade bomb outside a hotel in Lemonon County. Police arrested 28-year-old David Oxenrider Sunday. They say he made an explosive device. He left it in a parking lot at Bonnie House in Myerstown. The hotel owner contacted state police after Oxenrider had told them he had made an explosive device, which was inside his apartment. He told them, he said, hey, it's outside. So so this guy literally, he makes this device and he's like, got a bomb here, like a um, like um, Ace Ventura, Jim Carrey, when he's got the little box with the dog, right? And the, doesn't he say that he has a bomb here or something like that? What? Ace Ventura, when he's got the package. I got a package, people. Uh, yeah, but that's I all got, he said. Not a bomb, huh? I don't know. Okay. I mean, you could, you back in the day, you could joke about it. You could. But Absolutely. not anymore. No, you can't make any freaking jokes anymore. People get really, really upset. I heard that. Oxenrider placed the device beside a dumpster after the hotel manager told him to remove it from the building. Because he called him and said, I got a bomb inside of my, in, I'm in the hotel and I have a bomb in my room. Which Jeez. is, it's, it's, you know. Well, it's number compl- one, you want to get out of there, I guess, then. It's a dumb idea. Yes, it is. State police then arrived on scene. The bomb was disabled and no one was hurt. 30 residents of the hotel. But the bomb had- was real. Yes. Oh, yes. 
30 residents of the hotel had been evacuated due to fears of secondary devices. Oxenreiter told state police he had not intended to hurt anyone, that he only wanted to talk to police about what he said were experiences with aliens. In an oh. interview with police, Oxenreiter said that he had an encounter with a UFO ship and aliens. He said the aliens had told him, humans need to start being good people or else they will be destroyed with a nuclear laser beam. He's but being so held he's in Lemon like- County Prison. So now he's been held in Lemon County Prison, which God knows what happens. We've seen Lemon Party Prison. No, Lebanon. And Lebanon. Lebanon. Oh, Lemonin. Lebanon, okay. yeah. Lem- lemon Party. That's a whole You want to be happy for the rest of your life. Don't mm-hmm. make a pretty woman mm-hmm. your um, So this man, he just wanted to talk to the cops about the alien abduction that yes. apparently he experienced. But couldn't he just not do the bomb thing Yeah, and just talk to the cops? Or is the bomb thing actually something that was supposed to be nefarious and dangerous, and he's just using this alien thing as a cover-up. I think he might not be all there. Yeah. I think what he might have a couple of ruse short of a pack. I think that he is, a, he tried to bridge a gap to the police because he said they probably wouldn't take his experience seriously, and so he felt that he needed to really get people's attention, Uh-huh. which is then he went all the way to make a real bomb to do it. But that is the that's the weird part because he could have also publicly defecated if he wanted to speak with officers. He could have stolen any series of different candies from a grocery store we've and seen, had a confrontation with police officers. We've seen this extreme reaction before. Do you remember the guitarist from Cannibal Corpse, I believe? Yes. When he also had a public meltdown and wanted to talk about the truth about UFOs. I totally, we've been talking about this now for a while. Yes. We talked about it with Dan Aykroyd. We talked about it a little mm. bit. We've This concept of does... Seeing an alien make you insane, or do you have to be insane to see an alien? What if, again, my favorite version of the truth is that all of this is real, and that he is truly being contacted by mischievous elements on the other side. They're like, why don't you make a bomb? They'll take you seriously if you make a bomb. And he's like, really? And they're like aliens that the first people they actually contacted were ISIS and the aliens got <laughs> radicalized and now the aliens are radicalizing people here. So it's an alien terrorist. This is the first alien terrorist that we've we've had so far in this country. Unless you do believe that all aliens are terrorists. Indeed. Some people do believe that and that's a part of what the abduction experience is, which is essentially space rape. Um, so with this guy, I, just do have, I do have a problem with what he said, what the aliens told him. Because yes. the aliens are like, you all are being mean to each other, so if you don't stop being mean to each other, we're going to explode you with a nuclear laser beam, which is not really how that would work, but um, doesn't it seem like they're being mean then? Yeah. So, I feel like it's, logically, wouldn't the aliens just be like, when you're nice to each other, we will be nice to you, and as as long as you guys are mean to each other, you'll never fully understand what peace could look like because we won't visit your planet. There's a common, there's many common threads, right, where a lot of times in abduction scenarios where people said that they've talked to entities that have given them, like, a breakdown of what will happen to the human race if we don't change our ways, because it really depends on what you believe about the aliens' relationship to us, because they're, have they always been here? Have the aliens have always been a part of our mm-hmm. uh, and raised us and helped create us. Are there is the whole alien agenda storyline where reptilians came and created us out of the primitive apes and they made humans in order to work for them and then we've always been embroiled in space drama? Right. Or have UFOs not shown up until the mid 1940s when we 
basically came online with the nuclear age and that kind of brought their attention towards us. And there's a lot right. of people that believe that they, I, I think it's it's conversely one or the other. This is a this is this belief that if they started talking to us in the 1940s and they want to specifically warn us about our nuclear devices. I feel like this guy um this guy should go into, I think the term is the loony house. He needs right. to go into the, the boo-boo dome. Like, he needs to go to some place. boo-boo dome is another term for it. Yeah. yeah. He needs to go. He, I think this is, he is incorrect. But I do, there are some, some, many people that during an abduction experience have had aliens say, you will never experience the peace of our world until you guys figure out how to handle your shit. Right from your grave. Texas Pete is a sauce and allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's what people gather around, it's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. Each Texas Pete hot sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. This signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It's been at the center of dinner table since 1929 and is still heating things up today. You're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original, and not for the faint of heart. Sabor! By Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor, and their dust-dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce and a flavorful dry rub. Tell you what, the other day I was having myself a good old refried bean burrito, and I wanted a little bit of kick to my morning, so I got myself some cha Texas Pete sriracha sauce, and I smothered those refried beans and that cheese and them eggs and a whole bunch of cha and it started off my day. Correct. Texas Pete. Sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at TexasPete.com. The only acceptable reason to interrupt a podcast? Your dog. That was your dog saying thank you for BarkBox. You can take a minute now. You pet your dog. But you're going to learn about Bark. It's the company dedicated to making dogs happy. Yay. Every month, BarkBox decides and delivers a whole new collection of toys and treats just for your best bud. No, Wendy, I can't get you a whip. You're too cute for weapons. Every treat is made with yummy, healthy, all-natural ingredients like pumpkin and sweet potato. Mmm, tubers. My dogs love their toys selectively. But BarkBox sends good little ones for their little tiny mouths. They have little mouths, but strong, big spirits. So they fight over the little toys. I imagine they think that they are hunting and going after little bugs and rats and oh they love their life and they love the they love what bark box brings because bark box brings the bark and puts it in a box yep to get your free upgrade go to barkbox.com slash l-e-f-t this podcast is brought to you by squarespace finding work-life balance can be tough but squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, 
you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Every day. I fight to set my child up for success, which is why as I sit and read Carmi and Wendy Dune, trying to explain to them the concepts of the savior complex not working, doubling back on itself, the concept of what does it mean to be a living God? What are those limitations? What are those expectations? And honestly, I know they just want chicken, but there are kids out there that need this type of direct help. And IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them understand and master topics in a fun way. Not unlike me, reading children, Dune Messiah, getting to about 365, seeing where they're at, see if they understand anything. There's no more grading these worksheets. IXL grades everything itself. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. You can't even believe it! You don't want to make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And last podcast in the left listeners could get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash left. Visit IXL.com slash left to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Lies from your grave. Uh, this story, we can't, we're not going to go into great detail, but it's about this dude, Brent Christensen. Who, oh, this is interesting. This is disgusting. This man is a total monster. Uh, his idol was Ted Bundy. Like, you know, we red talk flag. about we <laughs> massive red flag. Red flag. Red flag. Uh, if you're on a first date and they say, I'm interested in true crime, okay, they can continue. If they say, my idol is Ted Bundy, red flag, date over, and you don't even need to wait for the check. You're allowed to get up and leave. And you could, t- my idol is Ted Bundy is really, really, a t- that's a hard fucking itch. Love of Ted Bundy. I The thing that always makes me weird when people's being like, Ted Bundy's my spirit animal, like the whole spirit no. animal thing. That is the, that's almost worse because it's cute. It's disgusting. And that is not. That is, these people, as we know, are not to be idolized. They're a bunch of pathetic morons. But this is a sad story about this 
um, student named Ying Ying Zhang. She was a student at the University of Illinois, and this monster ended up kidnapping her. Uh, he raped her. He murdered her, and he did it again because he loved Ted Bundy. So this is he was a 29 year old student instructor and doctoral candidate. Prosecutors say he's been living a double life, and he had an abduction fantasy. He told his girlfriend, uh, which is amazing. It's always incredible that these people have girlfriends. I mean, honestly, <laughs> honestly, you you manage to figure. I guess it's because, like all these guys, they they compartmentalize it and they they believe they have this one festering dark idea that they let sit dormant until it becomes little well, comes knocking at the fucking conscious door. Yeah, yeah. I will say though, I don't think he uh, compartmentalized. 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 This very well because no. he would talk to his girlfriend about how he would love to kill and rape and all this kind of horrible stuff. So his girlfriend, to her credit, was like, I think I'm going to put a wire between my bosom and just let's see what he says to she me. She did? She did she wear a wire. She recorded herself? Oh, she did it? Yes. So this is according to his girlfriend. Uh, he told her that Miss Zhang, again— so sad, was his 13th victim, and that, quote, he was apparently very good at this. And Ugh. so sadly, um, the family of Zhang went to uh, Illinois and were like, hey, man, we really want our the body. And this monster said, quote, the family won't leave until she is found. Well, they are going to leave empty-handed because they will never find her. His girlfriend, Tara Bullis, prodded him along to keep talking because she was wearing the wire. Um, but evidently... This is a brave-ass woman. Well, I think Honestly. he was already... I think he was in custody uh. at this point. So he's going to face uh, potentially a life sentence or the death penalty, uh, a punishment that federal prosecutors and Zhang's family are seeking, but that Christensen himself avidly sought, sought to halt. So he's not like... You know, there is some—obviously, this is all horrible, but at, there is something about a serial killer being like, give me the death penalty. Like, what—didn't Panzeram want well, the death Panzeram penalty? Well, wanted to die. We had the—we had him who definitely wanted to die. We had Israel Keys who definitely wanted to die. But the problem is that it is the—it's hard because I hate giving them anything that so, they want. So I'm actually happier—and I'm not actually for the death penalty, but no. in the world where we do have the death penalty, I am actually happier if he does get it that he doesn't want it. Yeah. Because that's uh, the way it should work. Yeah, you should get whatever it is you don't want. You're a serial killer. Absolutely. So this is according to defense attorney George F. Tassif. Uh, he says, it will be startling for many of you to hear Brent Christensen is responsible for the death of Ying Ying. Um, he goes on to say, so in the so in view of what I just said, some of you may be asking, why are we having a travel in the first? Why are we having a trial in this first stage? The answer to that is that Brett Christensen is on trial for his life. So um, Zhang, she moved to Illinois at 26 from China. She was pursuing a doctoral degree in crop sciences, hoping to later return to China and teach at the university. Uh, federal prosecutor Eugene Miller says she didn't know that before she even came to this country, the defendant had gone down this dark path that led to this very moment. So this guy's a monster. 
Um, and I it's wonder, just really sad. You know, because I don't really run that way, I'd love to hear from someone who's an expert, like either anybody who works as a dom or people who really have very intense expertise in the S&M world. How the fuck do you actually negotiate and talk about with your partner these these things, like the concept of having dark abduction fantasies? Well, like, as- Is there a way to safely express these feelings and these these? fucking these impulses. Well, we have a lot of listeners who do, you know, a lot of leather play, dom play, sure. and again, whether whatever we were, you know, if you like the, the pee play, whatever you want to do, but I don't the give a hard crap. Shit. Have I'm fun. talking like the stuff um, where you show up dressed as a fucking police officer and you do all the weird rape fantasy there shit. Is, there is, a, my understanding is a lot of very strict rules. Oh, so, for example, if someone's like, I don't do anal, you cannot like that is like that is a rule. Yeah, of course. And uh, it's and so in the safe words, I think they really do, it's very regimented sex in a in a strange irony. Well, I feel like in many with, ways. Um, honestly, if you're already constricted, might as well also have be mentally constricted as well. Well, because, because if it's, you like it's dangerous, ter- it's it's scary territory too. You know, you gotta be careful. Scary. But I think that's a part of why they like it. Where of I course. like to smile. I like to smile. When you have sex, you don't think that that's extreme. So you're just smiling no, I'm like not a joker. grinning like a shark. I'm not going ha 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 ha. Sometimes on the inside, but I like to ha- be having a good time. Well, of course, but to them that is a good time. Yeah. Screaming with pain? I guess so. <laughs> hey man, I guess that's what they want. Whatever. I'm just, it's just, I can't imagine <laughs> me going ah, like, like I'm on a roller coaster, but it's like coming off the rails. Well, and of ah. course. Henry did have his own. Henry did have his own anal experience on the flight over here. When uh, it turns out that your butthole was sitting on the seat. But, well, um, how many times do we have to talk about in 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 my art? How many times have I expressed the fact that I have no ass me? Much, many, many times. I have legitimately no butt, and honestly, I've been. I do my legs now. Now I lift leg weights, you know. So I've been squatting them and doing stuff. Yeah. I have a squeeze machine. How, are, how's doing? the butt coming in? Nothing. <laughs> I think that it's actually, it's the opposite. I'm getting, like, dimples on the side of it. Oh, that's good. That means there's muscle forming around it. No, it's just, if you laid me down and put a hot dog right on my fucking butt crack, it looked like a little, sweet little Coney Islander. Really? A little, it, a little, little bun buns, there? Little uh, a little Nathan's. Yeah, it's this little, like, it's like two little brioche slider buns. My problem is, is that I... I when I sit for a really long time, I knew the fifteen hour flight to Australia was gonna be very uncomfortable. I knew right. it. Of you know course, I mean? of and course. you kinda of mentally prepare yourself a little bit. But I was sitting on my fucking rim for fifteen hours. Yes, which is bad enough, but it turns out it wasn't just the seat you were sitting on. I was sitting for about four of those on the buckle. <laughs> And I am still, honestly, I still kind of have phantom pains. I'm because, sure you do. You, you were well, sitting on solid stainless steel for four hours on American your made. American. Thank and God. So thank when God. I sat on the buckle, I'm sitting there because the first thing I'll be like, oh, God, my fucking butthole's right. falling apart. I'm going to get roids. I'm getting roids in fucking Australia. Oh, no. Oh, no. no, no. Technically, then, this is a good place to have it. They have great health care here. I'm not going to the Australian doctor. No, it's free. 
You don't have to suck the guy's dick first or something? It's not America. Ah. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I thankfully wasn't bleeding from the asshole. Great. Well, just back to this story briefly. Thankfully. Uh, this monster, Christensen, first opened up about his ideas of abducting and killing a random person to university counselors in March of 2017. And they uh, said nothing? I guess they can't well, say anything. Uh, I think that once they say that they want to abduct and murder, I'm fairly certain the uh, oath that counselors take kind of goes out the window. Mm. And they're like, you need to go seek help. Mm. Um, he said uh, he was feeling suicidal because his wife wanted to leave him because he couldn't get a handle on his drinking and his drug use. So he just dropped out of his doctoral program to be to take a master's track instead while maintaining his teaching position, which I don't get how this guy got a teaching position, but this is according to Miller, the counselor. Just, this is how desperately they need teachers. I guess this so. This is where they are going to for teachers. Next thing you know, we're going to have a dog teacher. Oh, that would be great. It's like he doesn't did know I'm not doing my homework. Yeah. No, I. You think I'm not good enough to be in the class? I failed the class. My dad's gonna kill me. He's paying a lot of. You just flicked me off with your paw. I hate this fucking hard ass, hard nosed dog professor. Apparently, uh, he talked to this counselor. He said, serial killer Bundy fascinated him. And this is what she said. She said, he admitted that he had gone pretty far down the path of thinking about abducting and killing someone, including how to do it, and admitted he'd identify the type of person he would have chose. So this is in April. He started frequenting a forum on the Internet called Abduction 101 on a website for BDSM fetishes. Bullis, uh, that's that's the girlfriend whom he met on OkCupid. If you are on it, get off of it, please, God. Not OkCupid. Not That's actually a good all. S&M version of that. Yes. With the permission of his wife had introduced him to the world of BDSM prosecutors, say on the forum, he joined chats about, quote, perfect abduction fantasy and, quote, planning a kidnapping. He wrote online that he would buy a duffel bag big enough to fit a body inside. And soon, when his wife went out of town for the weekend in June, he bought one off the internet. So this is interesting, though, Henry, and this is what I want to talk about there. It's like, remember the cannibal cop case? I was just about to bring that up. I, 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 I am staunchly against... Going after somebody for thought crime. Exactly. Right? I understand that you can have a dark impulse. Absolutely. And a dark, a kink. You can have these things, and that's it's completely, entirely appropriate if you handle it correctly. Absolutely. And it all stays in the fantasy realm and, and, sec- and consensual sex play. Exactly. But for these guys, it, I just can't help but feel that it's a slippery slope. As soon as you go into this abduction world, being like, it does get to a point where they're, they're, it's like a drug. Well, it's, it's like when people, it's like when people, like the guy, this is a total non sequitur, but the point here is, like the guy who tackled Bret Hart at his Hall of Fame induction speech, it, it was he like literally thought he was going to be like, I'm going to be in the WWE now. I've done it. And it's like, they, you have a disconnect from realizing. Well, he must be truly mentally ill. Right. Or this guy is truly mentally ill. The cannibal cop. You know, I don't know. Obviously, everything he did was was fake. So just a quick recap on the cannibal cop. He was a police officer. He would go on these um, websites that talked about cannibalism, eating women and stuff like that. But now what put him into the other realm of possibility was, is this guy going to do this? In other words, was he bought all of the ropes? He, he bought all, all of stuff. that shit. So then people and he also did look up. Because police obviously have a lot of information at yes. their fingertips. He illegally used police profiles and pr- police databases to 
potentially find victims. But what he would do, but then... The, but then he it, never did it. He didn't do anything. Right. But it was all about making his fantasy realer and realer and realer and realer. And at what point, when does it tip? Exactly. And mostly, I think the tip is, are you mentally ill or not? Are but, you an asshole or not? Like, are you, do you have psychopathic tendencies? Are you fucking schizophrenic? Right. Like, do you have these things that can end up, like, where you truly uh, can't discern reality and fantasy, where you exactly. get so deep inside of your own fantasy that you can't see the edges of it? I feel like that's the, that's the true difference, where this fucking piece of shit obviously got lost. He got lost in the fantasy. I am, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I don't think he has other victims. I think he oh, has I one don't victim. Think so. yeah, I think that I think this so was too. a this is an extended fantasy that then it's saying what we kind of talk about a little bit about mm. Ted Bundy himself, which is Ted Bundy probably exaggerated his own crimes. Mm-hmm. We don't know whether or not he really did necrophilia or if he did any kind of stuff. We take it we take it that he did. Right. And we in the last podcast left, we believe that at least 50 to 75 percent of it is real. It's, it's one of the rare times where when it comes to talking to a sociopath, I give them the benefit of the doubt. Like, sure. where they're like, oh, you, you fucked the severed head of a corpse. Uh, OK, I, it, I guess so. But it seems to me there's also a psychological like he gets psychological pleasure from saying even something that's fake about the crimes that he's done because he gets the reaction that he wants. What he actually gets off on are people going, oh, my God. Oh, I can't God. believe it. And yeah. he can control the narrative of his entire arc. He can create a, a whole fucking D&D version of his serial killer life where he has created a backstory, he's created a series of victims and all this stuff, and he really just uh, did it once. Well, evidently, so he told this therapist again, Miller, that he was like going to clean up. He's like, I'm capable of cleaning up all the evidence and stuff. Well, turns out that was also a lie. He eliminated every trace of the crime that he could think of. Drano for the blood that went down the bathtub, bleach for the blood on the carpet, and the bedroom walls. But he forgot uh, he, but he forgot a few things. He did not clean behind the baseboard, and he did not clean under the carpet. Fucking and asshole. that's where the police found uh, this poor, poor victim's blood. And they also found... This is disgusting. A Louisville Slugger baseball bat. The blood was nearly invisible, but there, but it was on there too. So Jesus. it looks like he did something with a uh, baseball bat to this. Well, that's what we were talking about with the family murders. There were a lot of horrible, horrible shit happened with gigantic objects. Yeah, so um, police ended up enlist- enlisting his girlfriend at that point, and that's when the FBI put a wire on her. And, uh, and thankfully, this monster is caught before. I do believe he would have killed 13 people. Oh, absolutely. I think he yeah. wanted to. I think yeah. he was really excited about it. I just think that I don't think he did it. I think it was all for talk. Yeah. Because you just have to really let yourself go to be a serial killer. And honestly, I don't want to demean I love teachers, specifically. Uh, college professors are different. <laughs> because college professors can be on an ego trip. We've all had some college professors that you're just like, you're not God. I understand that in this room during this 90 minutes, you're a guy. You're the guy. I yeah, guess. You're the guy. But a lot of them can be completely pretentious and up their own asshole and think that they really are. Like, they buy into their own bullshit. Especially if you've been reading long enough about serial killers and you really do, and you think they're fucking cool. Like, you think it's yeah. actually cool to be a serial killer. This piece of shit. Yep. Um, we have this one other, this other story that I think is really interesting. Uh, this, I, uh, 
So this is out of, this is on from whotv.com. All this right. is out of Lincoln, Nebraska. This murder suspect slashes own throat in Nebraska courtroom. This Ugh. is fucking kind of metal in a way. Um, oh, well, the guy's a monster, but yeah. So out of Omaha, Nebraska, a Nebraska man accused of killing a 24-year-old woman slashed mm. his own throat in the middle of his murder trial at the Saline County Courthouse mm. Monday morning, according to KMTV. Aubrey Trial shouted, Bailey is innocent and I curse you all, before he slashed his neck and fell from a wheelchair during court proceedings. Trail was likely referencing 25-year-old Bailey Boswell, who's also been charged with first-degree murder in the gruesome death and dismemberment of 24-year-old oh. Sidney Gloof. Boswell is awaiting trial. He swiped what may have been a pen across his neck. Deputies and others rushed to help Trail as he lay on the courtroom floor in Wilbur. Medics wheeled him out of the courthouse on a gurney and loaded him into an ambulance to give him medical aid. It's unclear what Trail's injuries are and when the trial might resume. So this dude is going to live. So evidently prosecutors say Loof's death was a planned abduction and killing, kind of going back. That seems to be the theme of oh, today's yeah. episode. Oh, yeah. um, Trail's attorney says Loof's killing was an accident that occurred as she, Trail, and Boswell played out a consensual sex fantasy. So I, again, man, you got to be careful with this you shit. You have got to be careful. And obviously this man stabbing himself in the neck with a yeah, a pen. I mean, I don't think they're giving you silverware. I don't, I don't I'm pretty sure so. lunch isn't being served in the courtroom. I'm actually really very surprised we don't see more of this. What? Just people like just sort freaking of- out. In the middle of the fucking, like, like doing another at the end of you a can, trial. You can get into some YouTube holes. As a matter of fact, we were talking about this yesterday, and this is why I talk about this on Abelgan's Top Bat all the time. Criminal justice reform is a must. We must get better as a country because it is horrible what's going on right now. But if you do get into a YouTube hole of sentencing videos, you will... It is the saddest thing you can do. That's so and fucked up. And people really, some of these people are total assholes, and other of these people just got into a fist fight at a bar, and some of these folks are just in in, in situations that they um, couldn't avoid. Uh, it, it, or they made a mistake, and all of us have made mistakes in life. So we have the, the real monsters, and then a lot of the people who are... Um, you know, or just got, uh, are getting deeply, right. deeply punished for something that they're being made an example of or some fucking horrible bullshit. We just over sentence is all. Yeah. So we uh, so if you get into a YouTube hole, it is really interesting to see freakouts in court because the judge will literally be like, do it again. And then the person will do it again. They'd be like 10 more years. Do it again. 20 more years. Like they just throw these numbers out and for the lot of these defendants many of them are very young um they don't like when i was 18 i didn't know what 20 years was no i had no clue we were talking about with bonnie and clyde it's like when they yeah. thought they were gonna like we're gonna die we're gonna do we're gonna go this we're gonna live this lifestyle till they fucking kill us and it's like you're 21 years old you, you have, no, have no fucking clue what that means yes and at 71 you're like i would love to live just Please a little let longer we have more <laughs> life <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, anyway, those are a couple of news stories. We'll get to Hero of the Week in a second, but we got a couple of uh, fun little letters here, and Henry has one. This is from A. This okay. is a funny story that, ha- that was handed to me. Um, this one goes out to Marcus. Really? All right. Yeah. Went to the store on Thursday. This is from a, this is a 4chan green text. Okay. All right. 
Went to the store on Thursday, bought a half-gallon jar of pickles. Love me some pickles. <laughs> Eat one as soon as I get home. Tastes good, man, not bad. So good, I decide I'll have a few more. Walk back to my computer and start to work, but the urge is not sated. Uh-oh. Not by a long shot. Come back to life-giving pickle jar several more times. Eat several pickles each time. After an hour... The jar is empty. 400% of my daily sodium never tasted so good. 30 minutes later, I hear a churning in my stomach. Uh-oh. Not a light rumbling. Sounds like the noise in an old tub makes when you suddenly pull the drain. <laughs> Initiate sprint to bathroom mode. Barely get my ass on the toilet as a fucking waterfall emerges from my asshole. <laughs> never in my life have relief and horror been such close bedfellows. After about 10 seconds of continuous flow, it subsides to a trickle and stops. Uh-oh. Oh, Toilet God. water is green and smells like vinegar. Oh, my. Body didn't even try to digest that shit. Clean up and go back to your computer thinking, thank God that's over. Not even close. Oh, my. Five minutes later, the rumbling is back, even louder this time. Sprint to bathroom, lather, rinse, repeat. This happens five more fucking times. Oh. It's finally all gone. Stomach is concave. I've never had less food inside my body. Completely cleaned out. Cue rumble. Sit in a toilet, but it's different this time. I know there's nothing in there. Shit out, shit out a tiny amount of liquid. Immediately feel better. Well, I guess there was just one tiny bit left. That wasn't so. All of at once, all at once, the burning fire of a thousand young suns steps upon my anal sphincter. I just shat out pure stomach acid. Oh. Frantically white wet my ass to prevent it from melting away like a spaceship, like the spaceship floor in Alien. Crawl and shower, turn cold water on full blast and lie prone while gently sobbing. Eventually, towel off and crawl exhausted into bed at 3 in the afternoon. Sleep for 14 hours. In retrospect, it was all totally worth it. I love me some pickles. All right. Well, a good good pickle story indeed. And speaking of poo-poo, this story was sent to me. This is actually from Reddit, but it was sent to me uh, from a listener on our side story. It's lpotl at gmail.com account. Vince McMahon once shat himself and chased Briscoe around backstage. Okay, so this (laughs) is the story. So the genesis is that, okay, so again, uh, for those that don't know, Jerry Gerald Briscoe, he works with Vince McMahon. He's a long, long time dude in the professional wrestling industry. So Vince just shat himself. So why did it all happen? Evidently, uh, Jim Ross went on Opie and Anthony's radio show and just like totally spilled the beans on this. And everyone's like, that was that was an inside story, yeah, Jim. That's, that's supposed to be told. Yeah, so, the story, so the story was well back over a decade ago when, Vin, when Vince was doing that heel character he did. He was Mr. McMahon. It was the Stone Cold era. It, it was pretty kick-ass stuff. So evidently, Gerald Briscoe, he was, uh, he was working the gorilla position, which is the dude who times out all the segments basically just makes sure the show is moving right on time because obviously these events are live and you got to have it tight. So before going out for his little segment, Vince McMahon went over to Gerald Briscoe and tried to fart in his face. But he, <laughs> I, this man is a 70 year old. At this point, he would be a 65 year old man. So he tries to fart in his old buddy's face, but accidentally shit himself. And we'll tell more stories like this on my uh, kind of fun uh, wrestling podcast. 
fast. Vince went over to Briscoe's face, accidentally shit himself. He went to the ring for his segment, did it with no problem. The brown stain was visible in the back of his khaki pants, and the camera people were all aware but didn't dare shoot it. Yeah. That's all the story he told. The way the story was told at the time is that when he came back, he must have changed clothes and was holding the loaded old pants. He tried to chase Briscoe down with them to make him vomit, and Triple H grabbed Briscoe and held him in place so he couldn't get away. But Briscoe used one of his old amateur moves and reversed and escaped because his boss had just soiled his pants, <laughs> taken them off, and is running down the halls attempting to, I assume, put the dookie in his face. That is too fucking funny, dude. That is too fucking, wow, what a it's fucking dark. monster. <laughs> so, I cannot wait. Again, kind of fun. July 1st, we're going to have a little 15-minute episode just introducing you to myself and Katie Dirks, who is awesome. Uh, but we'll tell wrestling stories like that because, God, there, there are a lot. There, there are, are a lot. lot. And especially with him. It seems oh. like I hear so many stories about him because I knew people who wrote for the WWE. And the, the, yeah. he was a fucking nightmare, dude. He really was. Um, okay, well, I think it's time for Hero of the Week. What do you think, Henry? I think so. I think there's a couple of the, you know, I want to say thank you to the people who reached out to actually told me the process of how I could buy a Tommy gun. Oh, how do you get it? You got to get a Class 3 weapons license, and then you could actually get it. I mean, you also can go, there are places where you can rent a Tommy gun and just shoot it. I like can go I'd to Vegas that with you. and you can do that. I wish I kind of, oh, yeah, buddy. Maybe we're doing that. Maybe for Marcus's bachelor party. <gasps> Kissel, he doesn't listen to this, so this is a good way to do this. Yeah. That's a great idea. He hates listening to this. He doesn't listen. He doesn't want really to hear yeah. more of us talking. No, no. Why would he do that? We could actually, that's that's good. Wow. Tommy Gunn bachelor yes, party. This is it. <gasps> All, All right, right. Great. Well, we figured that out. Thank you. It's so easy. Um, all right, hero of good. the week. It's also nice because it gets us out of camping. Well, we could camp and shoot the guns. No, he want. I don't want to camp. You want to glamp? We'll glamp. How's that? I want to go in. If there's a lodge, Henry, can't you just a be a cabin? man? One, just one weekend. I am a man. I know you're a man, but can't you be a like a tougher one? Oh, uh, I don't <laughs> know. All right. Recordings of number stations. I love listening to them. And it is if Candy. It's time for Hero of the Week, and this week's hero is Dr. Marijuana Pepsi. She won't change her name just to make other people happy. Marijuana Pepsi's mother told her that her birth name would take her places, and she wasn't wrong. After a life spent being mocked for her unusual name, this 46-year-old this seized on her experience to earn a Ph.D. in higher education leadership. As of last week, Marijuana Pepsi is now Dr. Marijuana Pepsi. I'm really, really happy that she kept it. Absolutely. For what, her, did it, she say anything about how that fucking happened? Her mom just said she wanted to give her a unique name. Maybe they both love marijuana and love Pepsi, so they named her the daughter after the things they love the most. I and just, hey, there it is. Is there no consideration for a human's life? You know, but she's doing great. And honestly, she's great. Yeah. She's great. 
uh, you got you got Mary. Obviously, you just call yourself Mary as a short yeah, name, Mary Jane. or or uh, uh, Juana. If you, you want to do that, Juana is like it's obviously your name is fucking it's Juana, man. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. That's Juana, Juana man. man. <laughs> yes, but this is marijuana Pepsi for her dissertation. She uh, it was titled "Black Names in White Classrooms: Teacher Behaviors and Student Perceptions," and she said it is with. Um, she says that people are treated differently with distinctively black names. Um, although I'm not sure if this is a distinctive black name or a distinctive white name or a distinctive Asian name. I think marijuana Pepsi holds no, no racial, racial connotation. Yes. There's really a lot of that. <laughs> but the point is obviously made. So she told NPR, a lot of other people were thinking my mom was smoking marijuana and drinking Pepsi. But she says <laughs> in the black community, we're used to having names that are more cultural. And again, I. I'm not sure. Also, just, I don't know if it counts but, as cultural, but it but, definitely is a, a. It's interesting where you could just. I mean, anybody can name anything. Absolutely. Honestly, my father very well could have named me Budweiser. He, oh, without he, a he, doubt. If you named it after what you truly loved, besides me, but besides the fact that I am a junior, so yep. they, they did love him. I will say her mom, who also gave birth to daughters Robin and Kimberly. <laughs> what? So they also so they had two normal? I guess. And but they went with uh with marijuana Pepsi. So she is the hero of the week because she did not bend to the pressures of others as they were making fun of her for her name, and she said, you know what? Instead, I shall go become a doctor. So congratulations, Dr. Marijuana Pepsi. You are the hero of the week. Dude, it's fucking great. I'm glad <laughs> she did it. She stood up for herself. Absolutely. That's crazy. Um, all right, everyone. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We have just, uh, again, we can't say it enough. You're probably sick of hearing it. Because no, we you're- just so, we're obsessed. We've just never done this shit before in no. our lives. We have no clue. We've never traveled like this. This no. is absolutely insane. You come across the world and people actually give a shit about what Ugh. you say on the other side of the goddamn planet. And absolutely. it is humbling and very intense. It is. It's such a dream come true. And we don't take any of this experience for granted because this is a once in a lifetime thing. And it's just a, such a um, thrill to be able to travel with our best friends and, and I don't perform know for I, all of you. Honestly, I'm so scared of the 15 hour trip back for my poor little Oh, your butthole is already is there a thing? desperate for okay. a. Uh, you need it, to put you need to get va- put some Vaseline on there. No, that's just gonna make it my fucking asshole stick to my underwear, and then I'm gonna get a big grease stain. I'm gonna look like I shat my pants. Like Vince McMahon. Yes, okay. I'm gonna look like I'm the old Oleo days, where I'm gonna have the <laughs> anal leakage. Like, oh, oh, Oleen. Oleen. Oh yeah, the fat-free chips. I remember the Oleen leakage. Is there anybody out there who works with like I don't know what industry this would be? Maybe podiatry. Something. Is there like know. a like a little pillow. Not the donut. I don't need a full you donut. You just want it on your butthole. Yeah. I'm sure what that that exists. Like, it's a hemorrhoid treatment, I'm what sure. If there's a little, like, tea packet size, like, little, like, maybe that would put too much attention on it. Mm. <laughs> maybe it needs to be like a, like a, sort of like a Tampax, like a, like a big, like a, like the pad. That shape. But like an inflatable little pillow well, I can sneak just, under my balls. Why don't you just do that? Just get a Tampax pad. No, that doesn't have enough weight. I need it. You know what really helps is inflatable. No, that's not. That's not what I mean. That's not the. Hmm, actually, wow. Maybe you're right. I don't know. Maybe I'm I put it even, inside I, of my pants. Do Do they have adhesive things in it? I think you. If, if you peel it back, I believe that there is adhesive. Like little wings. Yes, and then you can put those on your butt cheeks, and then you can have, I don't want to think about this. My God. Um, all right, everyone. I'll we'll, shave little patches. Great. 
I could actually probably, this is a really nice hotel that we're at, I could probably ask them to do it for me. Uh, you think that'll be a good idea? I think you can ask a barber to do that. <sighs> yeah, well, who else would you ask? I... Well, because uh, think about it. Brazilian waxes happen. I think that's happen. a wife. I think that's a wife. No, no, no. You can't let. There's love's got nothing to do with that. Love, love got to do. Saving his butt on now. I remember that's that rendition. Enough, yeah. But secondhand asshole. Okay. I, uh, Be- beautiful. I think that that would be something. If people do Brazilians on women. Is there yeah, nobody where, you know where you can go where you can, someone can wax the? Because it's not my asshole. It would be essentially just my cheeks. Because I do the, I trim them. I have to trim them because if not, I get full squirrel lumps down there. Well, I needed someone to go back there and really fully fucking and, and take it off. But no, I actually waxing, I'd probably scream. Hmm. Mm. Well, you're like, you do remind me of Mickey Rourke from The Wrestler, um, but totally different. Nothing but, but you know what? I'm coming back. That's yeah. what this is about. That's, oh, this is what that's about? Yeah. A comeback. You got a triple L, baby. No, you do. You, you got to love, you got to love. You gotta love who loves you. That's sometimes. right. Sometimes you gotta embrace where the love comes That's from. That's true. Which is really difficult. It is hard because sometimes, I mean, because even if you technically, if you cultivate a terrible fan base and they love you, that it is a problem. But at the same time, that is your fan base, so you enjoy them. Well, we have a wonderful fan base, so um, laugh like you got all the patches that you need fucking pulled from your asshole. Oh wow! And you got a perfectly like you laugh like you were born. With two clear strips of skin right around your asshole that you can attach a heavy flow tampon to to protect it at all times. <laughs> it's very specific laughter, yes, but and live, live, you bitch, live. Just at, I don't know why. Yeah, live, you bitch. Just yes, live, live indeed. I'm all right, everyone. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magustalations. Hail me and thank you for your support. Absolutely, thank we you love so you. Much for your um, support in this hard time. Now that a, OJ's not, back. OJ's oh my back. God! OJ is back. And if anybody can come back, I guess it's him. I've I guess. heard this is actually ending certain relationships. Spouses are breaking up with each other. Or this is probably very early on in the relationship. But if you find out you follow your significant other followed OJ, some people are saying that's a red flag that that person isn't good. I feel like if you have a a, a, a lady in your life and you follow him, but I looked at his followers. It's a lot of women. I mean, they're, they're fucked up. They fucked up. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> See you fuckers. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. <laughs> Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction, and it's... A daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins as soon as I wake up. And a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. 
Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod.